0: (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's the color bar (laughs) Dreamers, welcome back to A Full House, everywhere you look, uh, edition of Streamer Season, the exclusive streaming platform TV and movie podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. It's KV, it's Dylan, back from House Hunters, yeah. and below us is either Christian or potentially a scroll, but who knows, we will get into all of that uh, as we oh, dive in Skrulls. deeper...
1: In- <laughs> Scroll. No, he said scroll. He said scroll, not I scroll.
2: said scroll, not schmeagle. <laughs> <laughs> my precious, my precious Nick Fury.
0: It is very funny that Nick Fury is uh, always being reminded of a ring. Um, <laughs> <Precious>. <laughs> We're going to get into episode four of Secret Invasion. We're going to get into Emmy nomination season. And uh, we'll obviously get into everybody's favorite segment, the streaming platform, Multiverse News and Notes, brought to you by Kenwood Beer. But before we get into everything, make sure you guys are following us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Threads, Bread. at StreamerSZN, and on TikTok at StreamerSZNPod. Follow us on all the socials for all that good, good content. Follow Dylan at Dylan Mazzola. Follow Christian at the Wiz underscore PHI. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast feed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you decide to get your podcasts, unless it's Stitcher, because Stitcher's going away in August, unfortunately. Really? Uh, so find an, yeah, Sirius is shutting down Stitcher in August. Um, so you'll have to find a new podcast app of choice, and hopefully it's Apple or Spotify, because Dylan, say the line.
1: Oh, uh, the line. I haven't said that in a couple of weeks. Uh, I know. I what is it again? <laughs> Slacker. No, no. The, the line is the same, same line. It's been every week I've said it. It's to follow us on any platform, like Kyle was saying. And, and, and on those platforms, leave a review. And then the reviews, leave comments also in the YouTube section. And let the three of us know what you want us to watch next. We have access to all services. I'm assuming Kyle stills blocked out of Max. Question. Well,
0: we we partially figured it out. I just have to okay. officially log back in, but hopefully, I am going to be back in. So,
1: so two and a half of us can get Max. The rest of us, three out of three, one out of one. Whatever I'm mid,
0: say. not Max yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, either either way, uh, we can watch whatever you uh, tell us to. So, hundred we'll
0: percent. Um, And of course, like Dylan said, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at underground sports, Philadelphia. We are currently at 516 subscribers. That's where you get full video episodes of this show and every show on our network. You get clips, live streams, interviews, all that good stuff. Any original video content, it's on our YouTube channel and uh, it has been made public due to Christian's request that if we don't get to a thousand subscribers before September 4th of this year uh dj has to move to alaska so we yes. don't want dj to have to move to alaska on his birthday that would Just suck saying. that would suck
1: although dj if you're listening they do pay you annually to live in the state of alaska true so true it's a small <laughs> positive to day. which his
0: response was absolute gold because he said you know what it's kind of there's some hood in alaska <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he said i was watching some some youtube videos about it and I think I could. I think I could last. <laughs> it's absolute gold. Absolute yeah. gold. Uh, so go subscribe, so DJ does not have to move to Alaska on his birthday. youtubecom slash at Sports philadelphia yeah. and go get your merch. PHI Apparel. Co. It's the best. They're the best merch partners in the game. There's no doubt in our minds you're going to stand out at the movie theater when you're Netflix and chilling, family movie nights, when you're rocking your streamer season merch. We're working on some new merch that should be coming out, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, so very excited for that. Uh, It's the most effective and direct way to support everything we are doing here at streamer season and at Underground Sports Philadelphia, so go to phiapparel.co, use code underground, and get 10% off any and all merch orders, and when you get your merch, Tag us, tweet at us, thread us, whatever it may be. We want to see where you're rocking your merch from. PHIapparel.co, code underground, 10% off your order. Boys, it is episode four of Secret Invasion Man. Uh, Christian, I'll I'll let you do the honors.
3: Smeagol? Is that you? Give give us that sweet, (laughs)
0: sweet spoiler warning.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your fake AI-approved spoiler warning. If this is your first episode of the Streamer Season podcast, brought to you by Underground Sports Philadelphia, please pause this podcast, go to your Disney Plus or whatever illegal third-party site, watch (laughs) this week's episode of Streamer Season. I'm sorry, this this week's episode...
0: (laughs) I didn't know we were on the black market. (laughs) (laughs) He's pirating our YouTube channel. It's free.
2: No wonder we don't have the
0: subscribers. DJ's doomed. Well, DJ, start packing. (laughs) Pack your bags, partner. It's over for you.
1: (laughs) Fuck's sake. I think I have an extra, like, pair of mittens for
0: him. <laughs> Dylan, you got plenty of beanies. <laughs> yeah, I do.
1: Ball dead <laughs> Uh
3: Go ahead and watch this week. <laughs> for fuck's sake, Go Listen. ahead and watch this week's episode of A Secret Invasion. Man. And then turn this podcast back on. To listen to our dulcet yet screamy tones about Secret Invasion.
0: Hopefully it's on your podcast app of choice or YouTube and not the black market streaming site you're using to watch this show. No wonder our views are down. (laughs) (laughs) It's a social clip, Kyle. It's a social clip. (laughs) This episode titled Beloved, Ali Saleem, Brian Tucker... Let's get into it. Uh, so we start off... Actually, Dylan, I'll, I'll let you, since you haven't been on the last two weeks, just give your synopsis of what you've uh, taken in so far and uh, how Secret Invasion has been coming for you.
1: Um, you know, I wish I was going to rave about it, but I, I, I personally think it's gotten to an extent worse mm-hmm. each episode. Uh, n- not for a lack of trying. I, I will defend the show in terms of... I think I know what they're trying to do. It's just not working for me personally. Um, I think that's coming from a, both a lover of history, liking cold war. And also, as you know, Kyle, I like, like mystery or detective, like the noir type genre. So I get that. And I get the cold war history aspect. And then I also read some comics. So I get the secret invasion and and comics, but as you know, not to rant for too long, the comics, it's a very, very big event. And I, I, temper my my uh, my hopes because i know they can't replicate that but i was hoping they could channel like 25 20 but i feel like i'm only getting three to seven percent of what i you know i mean like what i expected from from the secret invasion on page to turn into film um and for me it just really hasn't resonated i think there are some good lines but I think ultimately this show is a poster child for just because you have like really talented actors doesn't mean it's gonna be a really great show.
0: There it is. Uh so this week's episode, Gaia recovers from her wound, which I told you all last week Amelia Clark was not dead. They're not gonna hire Amelia Clark to just be on three episodes of a show and then kill her off. Although Christian and I both said it'd be pretty badass if Marvel did that, but I told you she was not dead uh and then we see the whole sequence of her um getting into the the super scroll machine powering herself up with extremist dna which i kind of like that iron man 3 is getting a little little run back here (laughs) you know iron man 3 gets gets a a little bit of a bad rap because it is arguably the worst iron man movie uh it is a christmas movie don't forget that Um, (laughs) but I do like that the extremist stuff has started to pop up more and more. We obviously saw the one in Shang-Chi in in the Fight Club, and then it was like, oh, that's random that we're seeing that here. Um, Which, last week, Dylan, I brought up to Christian, I said last week's episode, more than anything, uh, was a build-up and a push forward to the eventual Armor Wars movie.
1: I could see that. I mean, I, I think if ultimately this show... Like breeds other things out of it than it has a purpose in terms of like the longevity of the franchise. It just stands. Especially after the big reveal
0: that we all saw coming a mile away that we got in this episode. Um, Yeah. If the Mm -hmm. Iron Man tech, Stark tech, falls into the wrong hands, which clearly it may be already, um, I think this has been a good build up for that. After that phone call we got last week, and now we've got Extremis DNA. Where where's our boy? killianette you know where is uh where's Justin Hammer? Bring him back, bring him out, bring him out.
1: See, I be I'm all for Justin Hammer because Sam Rockwell's a great actor. So bring him bring bring him back. Yeah. it's just I'll say it later, but out of all the things they give you extensive and copious amount of information about, the one thing I guess they didn't is like the major reveal we all saw i just want to know like how long was that a thing for yeah i but, think everybody's wondering else, like this guy's blood type is O positive but like the biggest I... plot us, i'm like well, okay well
0: before we even keep going in the episode i fully believe even before we got the reveal today that roadie being a scrawl happened relatively recent i don't think it's a backtracked yeah. thing because well, if you cool if you remove that whole thing of where he's watching Tony die in end game and everything that eliminates so much.
3: You're being such right. a can of worms. And, and even, disaster,
0: even the conversations that he has with Sam in Falcon and the winter soldier, like it, it eliminates such a like massive, like dialogue piece that we got in the MCU and kind of like diminishes the, the strife and the pain and the, the buildup that Black America has had in our country and to eliminate that, like, powerful moment that we got in that show, which is one of the, like, shining moments of that show, I think would be so wrong in so many ways for Marvel to, like, perpetuate. So I think it has to be a relatively recent switchover for, for Rhodey to have been scrollified
1: That's what I was thinking too i just we obviously i'm sure they might give us more breadcrumbs of the how recently because what you guys just said it it, ha- it has to be within months or like a year or something you know it can't be like five years or anything crazy um just interesting i just i just kind of played upon the motif that i thought like they were going to reveal like one or two characters which they did they revealed uh, agent ross and then roadie and then that's pretty much it and then also the same thing like you guys you guys confirmed it for me i didn't see black panther but he gets na- like he gets kidnapped into black panther so we mm. presume that he was swapped then and then died so it's like where's the real roadie is he being changed yeah, now or did they just i think one the- thing
0: i'm enjoying about this show that they didn't pull from the comics because dylan you know obviously in the comics they switch over like big key characters i kind of like that they're doing it government wise and giving you that aspect of, like, the Skrulls are kind of infiltrating the government, and then yeah. they're going to use the Super scroll aspect to then go in and, and combat the superheroes more so than switching into superheroes and kind yeah. of using their powers to go toe-to-toe. I kind of like that twist from the comics, which no, I, like I think plays better on TV. I,
1: I that I agree. That's, that's where I opened up my, like talk about how to defend some aspects because you're right in the comics right they can just if they change into you they get your powers right like pretty much off the
0: super scrolls yeah so it's like you like kind of like what we've seen with Gravik so far where he's got the yeah. extremist power he in this episode we saw what we saw in the trailer with the group power and everything um sweet. because also remember in the comics the scrolls and the super scrolls was based on the fantastic four and we don't have them yet in the mcu so that's what that alien database christian and i said after episode two is kind of replicating
1: it just point is in the comics it seems like it's an easier process for them to just grab powers so i do Mm -hmm. like how for the show they're like nah we had to steal and experiment and like genetically modify ourselves to become super uh which i it makes sense you know i i I get that so that i do respect there are elements that i do understand with just some elements not so much
0: what do you guys make of the online theory that Gravik isn't the real Gravik?
3: We've talked about this for weeks at this point. Like I'm I'm not about to go down this rabbit hole because it have just changed this entire series I and mean, and we've been watching for four episodes and uh, and and Guy and Gravik have have had conversations in the car and Gravik's talking about like uh Talking about what he remembers of Fury, and it's like hey, if that's not graphic, then I'm just done with the show because Disney's just doing shit at this point.
0: I think graphic is if he is the like head honcho of like this Skrull movement of of the evil Skrulls, he could go down as one of the best MCU villains. Um, but see, because the- I think there's longevity to his character, but
3: y- yes, but I also feel like. There's this... no way they, There's no way he. He's he's living at the end of this.
1: He's either he's either he's either dying like Z or he's either gonna get like hardcore like
3: locked up in locked up. Whatever to where, like place. to where
1: both of you are right to where he's put away and can come back later, because you obviously can't leave any bad characters alive that can shapeshift. Well, you, I mean, like I'm sure like one or two can get away. But my point is, you can't leave like a thousand, you know, bad scrolls because they could easily over, like, do this whole show again kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless they develop in the show some type of way to, like, detect. I think in the comment, like, something about, like, energy or, like, radiation or whatever they can detect. But, yeah, dude. You know I mean? who knows? Um,
0: because I also think this, what's his name, Pagan or, or whatever, this guy that has popped up the last couple of weeks, like, the fact that, one, he's being given, like, a distinctive name, And Gravik seems to be like answering to him. I'm like, okay, why is this guy so important to Gravik now? Um, that's just something I've been keeping my eye on. Um, the other interesting thing too, is that in the comics, the original super scroll, which if that's who they're, uh, modeling Gravik to be, uh, he's in the secret defenders.
3: That means nothing to me. Just a team
0: up thing, like a team up event. Um, like the defenders was like the culmination of all the Netflix uh Marvel okay, shows. Okay, okay, okay. Um The Secret Defenders is like more
1: member change Extraterrestrial
0: <laughs> yeah. and um it's like Doctor Strange, Namor, yeah. Hulk, Super Scroll, all that kind of stuff. So it could Let's be something that they utilize. Um But yeah, let us know in the YouTube comment section how you feel about everything we just discussed there, but uh Gaia reunites with Talos, Talos, however you want to pronounce it, depending mm. on your uh, <laughs> your distinctive uh, pronunciation.
1: How do, you, how do you feel like that? Uh,
0: Who reveals that he plans to ask the United States President, Ritson, to help the Skrulls after they successfully stop the Rebels, which disappoints her. Priscilla meets with Rhodey, uh, who is revealed to be a Skrull in disguise. And don't let it get past you, that's a lady Skrull who's playing Rhodey.
1: Whoa 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 <laughs> a lady yeah.
0: <laughs> Rhodes looks like a lady <laughs> Um as the latter instructs her to kill Fury, but both of them unaware that Fury is listening in on their conversation, Fury later confronts Priscilla over her allegiance, but they make amends after Priscilla reveals she took an oath to her human counterpart to never harm her lover. Fury visits the fake Rody. Uh, and shares a drink with him, uh, which acts as a liquid tracker. Fury and Talos then follow him as he goes to pick up the president. Gravik and the Skrull Rebels attack Ritson's convoy under the guise of Russian terrorists. And with the aid of the British army, uh, Fury and Talos extract an unconscious Ritson. Unfortunately, Talos is injured and ultimately
3: killed by Gravik, posing as a British soldier. We knew that was coming. Well, no, Gravik was... Posing as Fury. When he stabbed him.
0: No, he was a soldier. Hmm? Am he I misremembering
3: one- the, the episode now?
0: He was one of the British soldiers, because he was I like, put it. him down! And then Fury shoots him, and then he turns into gravity. Hey, that, that,
1: that could have been Disney's point to, not, to just make it a regular person. And everyone's like, oh! No, just... Oh, Fury, oh. what are you doing? No,
0: i Um... We did see in the trailer Talos like half scroll, half humanized, so we knew something happened to him. We we, um,
3: we also knew he was going to die at some point, let's be honest.
0: Yeah. And
3: the There's there There's kind of a side note question that I've been thinking about, given all of the stuff that's with how they do grav, Gravigan stuff. Can scrolls physically change the clothing they're in?
0: So I saw something about this recently, and I because
3: think. every time we're like, graphics doing all this changing, and especially during the first ep- ep- mm-hmm. episode during that sequence, he's changing a bajillion outfits. But then every other time we see him, he's he's wearing like these like cargo pants and boots and this like black thing. So when we first Spike got Robinson. introduced
0: to Skrulls and Captain Marvel when they came from space that we saw, they had like these like purple like things on their shoulders that were almost like nanotech ish. Cause if you there was a clip, I think New Rockstars put it out, I'll send it to you guys. You see like the things on their shoulders like manipulate in and out. So like their scroll clothing like went into that and then what they were copying came out of it. I don't know if it's it's just, like, the alien technology that they are. Uh, it's been a while since I watched Captain Marvel, too. Um, but that's what somebody said. It's, like, they have, like, this technology built into their Skrull clothing that allows all the stuff to, like, manipulate. Okay. Interesting. It's similar to, like, Tony Stark nanotech is what yeah, they broke it down to.
3: It's kind of ju- ju- just, like when graphics involves he's changing outfits and forms so much that I'm like this is this this is a little much um
0: so obviously we know Talos as far as we know did not get any super scroll uh serum do we think like
1: he did meet with his daughter before right
0: yeah that's coffee. where it's like the one percent in the back of my brain is like did he somehow get a little bit boosta boosted? But I don't know, because you know, last week we were left with Amelia Clark dead on the ground, looking like a scroll, and then boom, she's healed.
1: Yeah, it'd be kind of lazy to do that two times in a row. Yeah. Um. But it also, like normally, I'm the one that advocates for killing off characters, but like the actual killing off of this character it felt kind of like just not uneventful. Like I wasn't like. <gasps> The only thing that was kind of of note of it was the fact that like the symbolism of like Fury choosing to take the human president over his dead again. friend again. Yeah, so it's like that's kind of symbolism and that means something. But like the whole death itself was. Just, and I
0: think um, the other part of it is it doesn't. It's not as impactful on screen here because she wasn't there. Once Gaia finds out that Gravik is in in cahoots and is the reason that her dad is dead. I think that's going to just spark her character development more and her become that much more important of a character moving forward in the MCU. Um, I saw a theory, I forget who talked about it, but it was like the comics did like a soft retirement of Nick Fury and then like he had a kid that was like Nick Fury Jr. that kind of came through and that's much easier to do in the comics, obviously, than it is in a live action show. But it'd be interesting if like, Gaia becomes, like, the the leader of, you know, the next Avengers crew or whatever it may be because she was loyal to Fury and everything like that. And, like, her dad was behind him and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. But I think that's going to lead to Gaia versus Gravik being, like, an ultimate showdown. Uh, the power vacuum. That's going to be very interesting, especially now since we know Gaia has at least one of the uh, alien DNAs in her body. Uh, Don't know if she got all four that were on that screen like we presume Gravik has. Um, My one issue with this episode is I feel like it was way too short for what we still need answers for.
3: And see, that's where I kind of am griping against this entire series. Where it's like, they've already given us so much information through four episodes that basically kind of any important storyline pretty much feels resolved. Where we're now just like, okay, Fury has the president. He's gonna to talk to the president. Uh, guys on Fury's side. We have to presume
0: the president's gonna die, too, because we know well, that... Harrison Ford's gonna become the president in either yeah. Captain America, Brave New world or Thunderbolts
3: yeah and and it's kind of just like it we we kind of know how this series ends, which is kind of my right yeah, because this was a series that for the longest time is built was built as the Paranoia film as the conspiracy thing. And yet, after every episode, we can almost predict exactly what's going to be in the next week's ep- ep- episode. And th- and this is where Dylan and I were talking about this over text be- before the show, and I talked about this a few episodes ago. This could have just been like a a a, a, a pretty solid two-hour, 25-minute movie, and we wouldn't have had these d- discussions about, like, not enough, par- not enough paranoia providing too much information because every episode's, like, t- tied, tied up very cleanly at the end almost every time. Like, it, it it's too neat of a show for the genre it's trying to be. And That's- that keeps it... And I keep saying it every week, and I, and and I know Kyle, you differ from Dylan and I in the ways we view the in the ways we view this series. But it's just like this the, there there isn't as many loose ends and questions as you think, because when you really look at what's happened and look at where we're going. You can probably predict what the end result of the next two episodes will will be, minus a death or two, and you'll and we'll still be in the same spot of I still don't know where where where, you're, where we're exactly going from here because the MCU is in such a muddled state. Like it's, <laughs> I like this was the first
0: week that I was like. Kind of annoyed with the episode length because I felt like the first three episodes, like, say what you want about it, I thought they were good run times. Like, it was finally like a good 45 minute to 50 minute run time was like perfect sweet spot for this, like, if it was going to be a show. And for this to be like 32 minutes plus credits was like, what the fuck? Like, but,
3: but the thing with this episode is like, sure. sure theoretically you can gripe uh you you can gripe about it, it being too short but for what it was doing it was telling a self-contained story that's a very clear segment of a six-part story like it it didn't try to set up the next part all, all of all of that hard it, it was a very clean chop, which is slightly different from all of the other ep- episodes where you kind of have like a quote-unquote cliffhanger at the end whereas this episode's really just not 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 a cliffhanger so I I get what you're saying I just think that even with a shorter runtime it's very much been doing the same thing it's been doing for the entire Season for the most part, except the first episode, which that first episode still drives me crazy about how that's what that was an example of what the series could have been, and they've just slowly marvelified every little bit of it. And now it's like, okay, this, this is nothing resembling the first episode anymore, really.
0: Um, what was it? Oh,
1: pretty much agree with most points of uh, what Christian just said to briefly say that. I I do, like I said, I still want to give anyone involved in the show credit. Uh, They tried. I'm not saying that as like the meat of the cake. You tried. Like, 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 It's it's hard. It's it's a hard, from comic book knowledge, it's a hard thing to do. Kyle can definitely see that and it's just like to go on what Christian said, if you brand something as you know something and you don't follow through to that and you give too much it'd, it'd be like adversely if they make a new Di- a Disney Marvel project and it's like hey we're gonna follow carnage around it's gonna be a horror film you know and it doesn't really come off as scary well you know then it's you know, not really a horror film So this isn't really a spy thriller paranoia there's really not much paranoia because they very very directly tell you who are scrolls or very heavily hint. Girls. so
0: i think this show more than any is gonna suffer on the people who aren't watching it week to week because at least with the week to week it's like you get that typical like show watching week to complain week to discuss and all that but if you're watching this you know episode a day even and in six days you're done, I think it's not going to hit you with the same effect.
3: Yes. But again, that goes back to the, if that's the case, should just have been a movie type type thing?
1: I just think it's a really, now that I'm thinking about it, like, cause I was really excited for this project. I think I know we, we were hoping that it would be like in the sevens or the eights as a collective unit when we were done with ratings. Um, I just think it's a really hard thing to make into a, into a show. I just think there are some things that are harder in any source material, book, comic book, fairy tale, whatever. I mean, just unless done absolutely right, or in a certain way won't work. And that's not, I like, look at all the adaptations of video game stuff. We're just finally getting good ones. So it's like, you know, you have to do it right or else it's not going to, not going to, to, to succeed. And that's kind of where more or less this is going, unless they somehow magically do a 180 in the last two episodes
0: which I think there's still a 180 up the sleeve I think we talked about this a little bit last week Christian um, there's a theory out there Dylan that the Nick Fury we're seeing in Secret Invasion is not the real Nick Fury
3: this was a theory you you brought up and and I was, and my response was my head hurts I don't want to <laughs> think about this because then I just have to do so, so many levels of men- mental gymnastics that I'm not prepared to deal with.
0: <laughs> because they keep saying family? that he hasn't been the same since the blip. Like, that's been a uh, common phrase brought up about him. Um, and that he's but changed.
1: With PTSD. <laughs> and
0: then, obviously, in that first episode, when he comes off the, the spaceship, like, he's all, like, alien-looking and everything. For effect, obviously, to make it be like who the fuck is that um but mt from new rockstar said uh we haven't had actual nick fury and it got even brought up in this episode too where it's like this new fury is like on the brink of you know being done and like he's a pushover we don't have to kill him um mt said we haven't had the real nick fury in the mcu since captain america winter soldier
2: hmm because... That'd be an in-
1: interesting turn of events. I just personally think they're going the route of he's just, like, kind of washed up. Because
0: when he got blipped in um, Infinity War, you hear them uh what's-her-face? Uh, Maria Hill saying, uh, Code Red, get a hold of Control or something like that. She says, like, Control. And it's like, if Nick Fury's, like, the, the head bitch in charge... Why do you need to call Control when he's right here? Because in the in the comics, Control is like the holier than thou, like in charge of everything. And it's like, isn't that Nick Fury? Where's Nick Fury? So people are theorizing that real Nick Fury is going to come down. This Nick Fury is going to be revealed as a Skrull, and then real Nick Fury is going to come and like fix everything.
1: But if I feel like that. I don't know. It's just kind of like not—I don't want to say lazy, but it kind of be like, meh, because the good scroll that we know is Talos, Talos, and he's presumably dead, and his daughter is in between. So it's like you're just adding another random scroll. It's like, ah, I was filling in for this guy for the last twelve years. You know, like I don't know. It's kind of weird.
0: Plus, we've already seen Fury replaced by a scroll being Talos.
1: That's true. Uh, but Talos is presumed. D E A D. So <laughs> I, I don't know. D E uh, D. Dead. 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 Um. Next week,
0: penultimate episode. What are the expectations of what we get shown?
1: I'm assuming that he's going to tell the president about shape shifting aliens. He's going to not believe them Then the president's going to like see it. He's going to believe it, and he's going to die
3: sounds about right
1: <laughs> that's my guess because the president with or without Rody being a bad guy the president also is depicted as an absolute dipshit moron like for some I mean that's in a lot of movies and shows to be fair so it's not really different but clearly Rody the scroll the woman's scroll whatever her name is is ruling over him kind of like if you've watched Lord of the Rings that happens to a certain king yes, precious
2: <laughs> yeah
1: so uh point is oh, i just think the presidents can be useless like i think he'll buy into what fury says or shows but it'll ultimately be for nothing and then the finale will conclude in some fashion of what um, i'm saying
3: hey helen useless presidents hasn't that been like the last hundred years of american history
1: yeah <laughs> that's why i said it's nothing it's nothing out of the ordinary Trying to find the name of The only useful president in a movie adaptation is Bill Pullman and Independence Day.
3: No no. Get off
1: my plane. Okay, you're right, you're right, okay. <laughs> yeah, so two, there's two two examples. Uh
3: you, no uh, okay, so thing thinking of that now, Harrison Ford ending up as president. Th- Thunderbolt Ross. I need him to say get off my plane at some point for the memes. For the memes, I need it.
1: That would be hilarious. Or, or we just get a guest cameo, random appearance as Bill, Bill Pullman becomes president of the MCU. He gets oh. to quote Independence Day.
3: There's, there's, there's also two other presidents we, uh, we should highlight, both of which in things written by aaron sorkin uh martyr martin short in the west wing oh that, there and michael douglas in the american president
1: okay so there's a couple i forgot e,
3: I e, 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 yes but they're very few and far between and half of them are written by aaron sorkin which is
1: unfair <laughs> true
0: Yes, yeah, so the Skrull's name that Rhodey gets revealed as in the credits, her name is Rava. Um, she's a Skrull pirate. Um, Yo,
2: move.
0: She's a rogue Skrull pirate. Um, she struck back against the Skrull Empire following. I love an ad popping up. Following the <laughs> deaths of her offspring, Scrag and Ravaka. Uh, in the wake of her carnage, she was sentenced to a lifetime at a secret deep space torture prison. There she made acquaintances with fellow prisoners, Metal Master, Blinky, Absorbing Man, and Blinky? Black Bolt.
1: Absorbing Man is powerful, but also, we know which child she liked more. Scrag and... Re- what was the other one? Rebacca? Uh, Rebacca. Rebacca. Yeah, sorry Scrag, you weren't mommy's favorite.
0: Scrag. <laughs> um... So she is also the scroll that, like I mentioned, that gets revealed to be Electra in the comics, which is a pretty big deal because she's the one that sets off the entire comic run of Secret Invasion. Um, so for her to be Rhodey at this point is pretty interesting. Um, do we get the culmination backstory of when Rava became Rhodey next week?
1: I would assume that would probably would be in the episode as well, with addition of what I said. So what I said probably with either actually showing it, like you're conveying, or like hinting at it, or like kind of showing it. You know, like oh, I took over this man.
3: It it it, it feels like a very MCU thing to do.
0: Do you? I think it'll kind of be kind of quick, like we got with Amelia oh, Clark duh. almost.
1: It'll probably be that's how the president sees life first hand example. It'll be roadie shapeshifting. And like, he's right, Mr. President. Uh, boom, shapeshifts. And the president's like, oh my God, alien. Dead.
0: <laughs> True. Yeah. Um. Let's get to our, our grades. Let me see if I have anything else. Nope. So, uh, Dylan, I'll start with you. Your score for episode four, Beloved of Secret Invasion.
1: just want to preface, I think I gave a seven on the first one, right? If I remember correctly. in like that ballpark. And I would say that none of them have followed suit. So, uh, I would say this is like 6.5. Like, it's not great. It's okay it's still. Like, to me, like, if something, if I rate something a six or a six and a half, it's like watchable. But it's like, just no going in. It's not going to be like, you know, groundbreaking
3: so 6.5 is exactly what i was gonna say like that i like i it's it's the show's just slowly been disappointing me and i hate to breathe this low but it's just it's just not doing it for me anymore
0: some interesting reveals the runtime pissed me off i'm giving it a 7.2
1: um yes collective chaos
0: mostly because like we still have so many fucking questions that we need answered that we're not going to get answered until armor wars 2 more than likely um slash the marvels and we know nick fury's alive one way or another if it is the real or not because he was in the marvels trailer um so that's a 20.2 divided by three it's a 6.7 out of 10 for this week's episode of secret yeah. invasion men uh let's kick it to emmy nominations it's brought to you by our awesome friends at tomahawk shades the best small batch eyewear in the game they got sunglasses they got blue light plus glasses that we are wearing all the time when we're watching our favorite shows and movies they also have prescription lenses so if you need to get your prescription they got you covered TomahawkShades.com, when you go to checkout, fill up your cart, get everything in there, and use promo code USP at checkout for 25% off your order. It's already an affordable product for a fraction of the price of the big eyewear companies, and we're giving you even more with promo code USP for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. Christian, the floor is yours. The Emmy nominations are here. How are we feeling?
1: Girl, get it.
3: Uh, we are feeling interested, think we, 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 we're feeling interesting about it. So I'm just going to run down the list on the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, so, under Best Drama Series, this is a really good list of shows. And I'm sure we've watched a collective. Well, you. I know Kyle's watched like a collective two of them. I've watched hey a collective. <laughs> uh, and, Andor, Baracol Saul the crown house of the dragon the last of us succession the white lotus and a show that more people should talk about yellow jackets all great nominations but unfortunately all of them are likely running into the six succession buzzsaw that will be coming across this award season <laughs> <clears throat> best actor in drama series uh Brian Cox got a surprise best actor nomination despite really only being in two episodes
1: wow that's 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 pretty crazy
3: <laughs> well well I'm I'm not going to tell you why he was in two episodes because you guys have to watch the series um uh, Jeff Bridges was was nominated for the old man but really this is a kind of this could be a four-way fight but it also could be a could be a two-way fight because realistically, this is a battle between Kieran Culkin and Jeremy Strong. Both are in both are in succession and both had had the two big performances of the season. The issue is both of them could cannibalize each other, and then either Bob Odenkirk or Daddy Pedro Pascal could win. Best actress-wise, uh, this is just Sarah Snook versus versus Bella Ramsey. But once again, they may just run into the, the Succession Buzzsaw and Sarah Snook could win. The Best Supporting Actor category is honestly hilarious because it's just people from Succession and the White Lotus. Oh,
1: <laughs> it yeah. is Holy two, God.
3: four, six, eight, eight people nominated, um, four from each show. Uh, this should be Matthew McFadyen's to lose because of how key he was to this past season. Best Supporting Actress, um, again, it's a lot of White Lotus. Takes up one, two, three, four, five of the eight spots. It's probably Jennifer Coolidge's to lose, but Aubrey Plaza or J. Smith Cameron would be a fun choice. Best Comedy Series, uh, we got Kyle's Beloved Abbott Elementary. Barry, The Bear, Jury duty, which have you guys heard about? J- jury yeah, duty. heard
0: about I it. It's on my that. to-do it's actually, list.
1: It's actually pretty funny, and I I, I forgot about James Mars, so it's pretty cool to see him involved in the project.
3: Marvelous Miss Maisel, only murders in the building. Ted Lasso, which Kyle, when 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 are we picking that back up, buddy? Uh, and it will
0: be picked back up hopefully after this week because I won't be on the road. Yeah.
3: And then, kind of surprising, Wednesday. Which not we, uh, Well, considering uh, Poker Face got left off.
0: <laughs> Granted, you gotta also think who has Netflix versus who has Peacock.
3: Kick, okay, okay, Kyle. They, they not an Amazon freebie show.
0: Yeah, Jeff Bezos face.
3: probably said. Okay, whatever.
1: <laughs> here's um, here's money. He
3: Best actress in comedy, uh, it's probably Rachel Barras in the hands to run away with. But uh, Natasha Lyonne, Jennifer Ortega, Ken, Kinta Brunson, and Christina Applegate all got nominated as well. Best actor. Um, again, this is probably Jeremy Allen White's to lose for the bear. But there's also Bill Hader and Jason Sudeikis lurking. I think Bill Hader would be a really fun win. Best Supporting Actor. Again, this is interesting because you have Tyler James Williams. You got uh, you, you got Evan Moss, background right from The Bear. You have Anthony Kerrigan who we'll talk about in, in news and notes. And Henry and Henry wink, wink, Winkler for, for Barry. Dylan James Marsden from Jury Duty got got hey. nominated. And then you have Brett Goldstein and Phil Dunster from Ted Lasso. You. You have Jamie and Roy, so it would it's gonna be interesting to see who who wins here because didn't Tyler James Williams win last year if I remember correctly? Yes, so it'll be interesting to see their best supporting actress. um this is a real smattering of like Abbott Elementary Ted Lasso shrinking the bear and stuff. so I don't know who's going to win there. Best limited or anthology series: Beef Dahmer, Daisy Jones in, Days, distance and the Six. Flashman's in trouble. And Dylan, I'm going to clear out for you for you here. Obi Wan for best limited or anthology series. Yeah. Speak, speak your truth, homie. Uh,
1: show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I don't even
3: want to get. I can't even get into it. I don't know why. I Not I anything. I don't know. Uh, best Best Actress in Limited or, or Anthology Series. Uh, this is one of three people, probably potentially Dominique Fishback for Swarm, uh, Ali Wong for Beef, or uh, or or riley or Riley Keough for Daisy Jones. Best Actor in Limited Series. Um, this is probably Steven Yun versus Evan Peters. Steven Yun from Beef, Evan Peters for Evan Peters for Dahmer, best supporting actor in limited Room anthology series. I'll be honest, I got no clue who's uh, who's doing that, but Kyle J- Jesse Plemons got nominated for Love and Death. <laughs> Um,
2: <laughs> show.
3: Best uh bet best writing for a comedy series, Barry the Bear, Jerry Duty only Murders the other two, Ted Lasso. Uh it's probably between uh the bear and the bear and Barry, though it won't surprise me if Ted Lasso wins best writing in drama series. Um congrats, you're all dying under the weight of succession.
1: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> The buzz that is Succession. Yes. In the words of uh, <laughs>
3: yourself. Um, I don't care about writing for limited or, or limited or anthology. Best director for drama series. Um, so just to put this into. I uh, just to put this into. Uh, con- well, y- yes, but there's, th- <laughs> but there's three different Succession directors nominated. And one for Andor, one for Bad Sister, one for The Last of Us, and one for The White Lotus. Uh, so
1: this is, <laughs> this, is this, this this would be an L if Session didn't win here because they have no have notable odds compared to the other uh, competitors. Yes, it's rigged.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Three to one.
3: Uh best dragon for a comedy series. I mean, if Ted Lasso or Wednesday wins here, we. We riot because this belongs to the bear or Barry, but that's yeah.
1: Just started watching Barry by the way. Show fucking slaps,
3: Kyle. Kyle. Kyle.
0: I'm still locked out of my HBO account. (laughs) Uh, I plead the
3: fifth.
1: I love the uh, I love the uh, what's the actor's name? The bald guy. Oh, yeah, Yeah, he's he's great in
2: that. (laughs) No,
3: Hank. Kyle, we're. That's one of the next shows we're going to do. All right, say it with me. That's one of the next shows we're going to do. Uh, uh, be- best, best, uh, best talk series. Sadly, we were not nominated for this. We were not nominated for this category. Boo, boo. Um, anything else that's fun to talk about? Oh, best television movie: Dolly Parton's Mountain Magic Christmas. Hocus pocus two, that's a thing. Yes. <laughs> Weird colon the Aliyankovich story, Fire Island and Prey. I would have hoped you all would have heard of Prey because that's the Predator prequel.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that one I watched.
3: Um, anything else that's interesting? Best host. Oh, here we go. A uh, best uh, best guest actor. Um, Pedro Pascal got nominated for uh, for his SNL thing. So that's that is a lot of fun. But uh, John. It makes McBride. me feel
2: big. <laughs>
3: <laughs> John. Uh, John. Uh, John Berthal, Oliver Platt, and Ethan Lane also feel like good shots. Uh, hey, John
1: Berthal's in the bear. Yeah. Oh well.
3: Wow. Uh he only shows up in three episodes because spoiler alert, he's kinda dead. Um
1: why would you tell me that?
3: Uh be uh, because you go learn that quickly enough. A uh, best actor best guest actor in a drama season drama, tra- drama series, it's all it's all succession or we
1: get it. Succession's the best show ever.
3: No, 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 but it's all succession or The Last of Us. And what makes this really interesting here is it's James Cromwell or James Cromwell or Arian Moyer for succession versus Nick versus Nick Offerman, and that's an interesting battle concerning how high praise we gave that Last of Us episode.
1: I think Nick Offerman will win that.
3: I think he should win it, but I'm not putting it past like so. The weird thing with this past season of Succession was we got like one episode of James Cromwell, but the one episode he shows up and he gives like an amazing speech, so it's kind of hard. Um, guest actress, meh, meh. Once, one, like one once again, best best guest actress in in a drama. It's just Succession versus. The Last of Us, so yeah. But yeah, that is the Emmy Roundup. Um, I'm guessing 100-foot foot waves, 100-foot wave wins Best Documentary or Nonfiction Series, so yeah. And that is your Emmy Roundup. So if you're placing M- Emmy bets, uh, you, you're probably safe placing any money on Succession in almost any category, if you put it on the right person. Buzzsaw. Well, there it is. Uh, so now let's get to everybody's favorite
0: segment. It is the streaming platform Multiverse News and Notes brought to you by our awesome beer partners over at Kenwood Beer, the official beer partner of Underground Sports Philadelphia and, of course, streamer season, the brand new rebrand for Kenwood Beer. It's absolutely beautiful. The gold tops, the new logo. It's a smooth, clean, and bright beer with taste of boot. Kenny is the routine choice of folks who want a balanced, flavorful, no-frills beer, that's right for any occasion including when dylan is reading the latest news and notes across the streaming platform multiverse uh some call it the best light beer they've ever had We just say you can't beat the original. It's 4.1% ABV, 120 calories, just eight grams of carbs. You guys can go to kenwoodbeer.com, check out the all new and improved Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood on tap in the Philadelphia area. Check out their store with all the new Kenny merch. They've got some great shirts, they got a Kenny beach towel. Uh, All of it is absolutely gorgeous. Go check it all out. kenwoodbeer.com. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink. Responsibly, Dylan. We're kicking things off because I feel old about this. Uh, Twenty nine years ago this week, Forrest Gump was released.
1: I wasn't even alive, sir.
3: Mama, mama,
0: just terrifying
1: for God, my nice. age. So hold, on. Uh, hold,
3: hold, hold, hold. I gotta unpack this one real, uh, real, uh, real quickly. So I'm double checking this before I, I go on. A mini rant about it, Uh-oh. even 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 though it's not that really a rant. As yeah, okay. Forrest Gump won best picture, best director, best actor. Which fine, sure, yeah. Uh It won all three of those. I would argue it only should have won best actor, and, and even then. Mean? So 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 um let me paint the picture for let me paint the picture for you so yes, it won best picture the other films that were nominated that that your quiz show for weddings and a funeral okay and then two you know little known movies called pulp fiction and the shawshank redemption what <laughs> and it won best picture and best director over both of them and Tom Hanks beat Morgan Freeman and John Travolta That's and it. it's kind of just like for, for Forrest Gump lives in our culture as like a meme machine and stuff and run Forrest run but like
0: and one of the most uh, misremembered quotes of all time
3: mama Mama is like a box of chocolates. That?
0: That one. It's always said incorrectly.
3: We uh so what what you're saying is we are suffering the Mandela effect. Yes. Do um, tell.
0: Because I have to pull it up
1: here. Wait, the Nutella
2: effect? I love <laughs> <Yes>. Nutella. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: Because
0: everyone says life is like a box of chocolates. The actual quote is saying life is a box of chocolates.
1: Get out of town.
3: Like what?
0: (laughs) So like the quote is life is a box of chocolates. That's what Forrest's mom says. But then Forrest Gump says, uh. by turning it into a simile, he says, life is like a box of chocolates. So Forrest Gump hits everybody with the Mandela effect in his own movie.
2: Hmm,
3: interesting. But, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a movie year that I look back on it and I go, that's the wrong picture and director winner, but that's just an Oscars thing. True. <laughs> so, yeah, pain. Anyway, back on topic.
0: Um, we've got inset photos and our first look at Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman in Deadpool three and Hachi Machi. I cannot wait for this movie.
3: Do the tweet, do the meme, do the meme, Ryan, do it. The, do the meme Hugh
0: destroyed twentieth century Fox logo in the background. Looks amazing. We are clearly going to get Deadpool fighting Wolverine in this movie. I I love it. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Yeah, uh,
1: awesome.
0: Releasing on Peacock,
3: August 3rd, the Super Mario Brothers movie. I saw it in theaters and I don't ever plan on watching it again.
1: Wow, that's good, huh?
3: <laughs>
0: Joke's on uh, you, I've never seen
3: it. <laughs> are you that really going to make me talk about it, Kyle?
0: Oh, yeah. <sighs> uh, Karen Sony says Deadpool 3 won't be toning things down and it is a choice phrase here, Uh, and is hard R.
3: Good. Good. Uh,
0: This one was very funny. The picture of the 11-mile-long IMAX print of Oppenheimer was uh, put out there. It weighs about 600 pounds, and somebody on Philly Sports Twitter said Jalen Hurts squats the Oppenheimer IMAX print.
3: (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Again, j- j- just so amazing.
0: Your quarterback could never squat the atomic bomb. Uh, <laughs> I can't
2: either. <laughs>
0: Simulu says, Shang-Chi 2 releases after Avengers The Kang Dynasty. That makes a ton of sense. Uh, because the I guess. director of Shang-Chi is the director of Kang Dynasty. So you okay, Christian?
3: <laughs> but, but it re- but releases before Secret Wars, right? No. Oh, Shang Chi too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, See, my my as far as we know. See, see, my my biggest problem right now with all this is we we need X Men for Secret Wars, but we have Mm -hmm. no clue when we're actually getting X Men, which is making basically if we pull up the MCU movie release timeline, because there there's there's kind of a big void. There's kinda of a big void right now. Where if I pull this up, where are we at? No, I don't want the box office, I just want the list of films, please. Uh yeah, so so as of now is Fantastic Four in May of twenty twenty five. And then That's it's not happening. Yes, we yes, we, we all know that at this point. And then it's King Dynasty May of 2026, Sequel Wars May of 2027. We're missing a lot of films in there, buddy. We're missing a lot of films in there.
0: Uh, according to Variety, he's now become somebody that I want on this podcast at some point. Will Poulter begged to be in the Bear. "Quote: No one has got more fanboy energy for the show than I do. I can guarantee you that it was one of the best experiences of my life."
3: And he showed up, and and he basically showed up for what was it? It was like ten minutes in a single episode.
1: Um, he did it.
3: Amelia Clark says
0: acting in front of a green screen is real acting. Quote, the stigma is that people don't do any acting in these shows. Then why are they asking all these great actors to do it? And why are they saying yes?
3: Okay. Here's here, here, here why they're asking good actors to do it. Because it makes it easier for people to watch these shows if they know who's in these shows. Spoiler alert one. Spoiler two. No one says it's not real acting we are just saying the acting is not as good when you're just acting in front of it and also visually doesn't look as good.
1: I got one for you too. Spoiler three, money talks.
3: (laughs) I mean, that's kind of tied into part one, but
1: yeah. Uh, No, I just wanted to clarify that people, you know, listen to you very elaborately putting out the facts. If I say, hey, Christian, I'm filming a Disney project um, for Marvel, I'll give you $20 million to be in... Fifteen minutes of screen time or three episodes, and you don't even have. You to could have stopped at twenty million
0: dollars for me. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> exactly. What are we talking about here, pal? <laughs> uh, this one's hilarious. The Barbie cast has a group chat, but Michael Sarah is not in it. "Quote: I don't have an iPhone myself. I have a flip phone,"
3: which just seems like such a Michael Sarah thing. For yes. being honest. <laughs>
0: uh ahsoka takes place at the same time as season three of the mandalorian quote the shows are all connected there's just so many parallels according to games radar we also got the ahsoka trailer and our first look at grand admiral thrawn dylan your thoughts on the big blue manie <laughs> <Big blue> and <mania.
1: laughs> i'm excited but I'm also nervous I just think Disney as a whole has just served me a slap of whatever I used to get on lunch tables back in the day and they're telling me to eat it so I'm taking it with a grain of salt
0: hey just be careful what you say about Disney I am the proud owner of one full share of Disney stock okay
1: yeah my grandpa told me that lie too he said he said Dylan you own one trash can in the park (laughs) because of my stock
0: I own about one carton of lemonade Nice. Take that for what you will, people. Don't (laughs) tank the Disney stock, okay? Uh, James Gunn says Superman will be Disney
3: stock. No, no,
0: no, don't hold the line. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, line. James Gunn says Superman will be the same age as Philly's own David Corin Sweat. He will be thirty-one when Superman Legacy releases. Okay. Uh, Returning. As Elektra in Deadpool 3, according to The Hollywood Reporter, Jennifer Garner. Congrats
3: was... on dying.
1: <laughs> I was going to say that with Christ. Crazy, but Christian also did steal what I was going to so.
0: Which I guess kind of confirms the rumored leak that Ben Affleck was on the set as well and potentially returning as his own daredevil. I, We're no, going to see I mean, Ryan Reynolds kill Ben Affleck. Get,
1: what's his face as a uh, bullseye again?
2: Is oh,
1: it, God. Uh, is it? <laughs> I'm no, no, actor. Who's the,
3: Kyle, who's the. Kyle. Kyle. Channing Tatum Gambit. Channing Tatum Gambit. Do it, you cowards. Do it, you cowards. Well,
2: well I would
0: like to see it. Um, I'll watch it. We're gonna see Ryan Reynolds and or Hugh Jackman kill Ben Affleck, and it's gonna be great. It's gonna be sweet <laughs> justice to that fucker playing Batman. Um, Christopher Nolan says there are no CGI shots in Oppenheimer. To which I saw a hilarious tweet that said, "These motherfuckers really created the atomic bomb."
3: No, no. So, so this, the this, this, this can be easily explained that 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 they. That they used visual effects, which is different than CGI, which basically means filming a bunch of stuff pra- pra- practically like filming smoke or filming sparks. And then combining that to create a digital image in- instead of doing a computer-generated image, which seems very Christopher Nol- Nolan-y, so I wouldn't put it past them.
0: Uh, James Gunn and Chris Pratt have discussed a Star-Lord solo film. The story would follow Peter Quill adapting adapting to life on Earth. Quote, Chris and I forever have talked about how great it would be to be able to do a a legendary Star-Lord movie. A story with Star-Lord on Earth trying to adapt to the environment of Earth in the same way that somebody else might try to adapt to the alien environment of outer space. He's a fish out of water in just kind of regular water. I can't wait to see it. (laughs)
1: Say, Ultralide?
0: Ultralide? <laughs> okay sheen
1: Ultralide.
0: uh moving right along here um i don't think we need to spend too much time on it but jonah hill being uh, exposed is kind of a kind of a loser scumbag not great pal not great um I love this quote from Elizabeth Olsen. She has no clue what's currently happening in the MCU. Quote, I only catch up when I get to do another project. Someone fill me in. I have no idea.
1: Mommy talks.
0: Mommy talks? Mommy? <laughs> daddy? Daddy?
3: <laughs> hey, Pascal was not mentioned. You take word out no. take no, no. Neither was Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah. No, no, wait, hon, hon. Daddy, daddy, when, when are we filming?
2: He forgot he said that.
0: (laughs) We got to stitch that together on TikTok. Uh, Daddy, what are you doing? Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. (laughs) Stan Lee was set to cameo as Lamshank in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 before he passed away. He would have done the voice and had a Stan Lee like face. Just a Sid's toy-looking, gross alien, which was oh, very funny to see. Stanley um, moving right along here. Jeremy Allen White wants Sam Rockwell to guest star in the Bear. Quote: He would fit right into the world.
3: Do it, you fucking cowards! Do it. Which, which one? I would, I would just like to say, Kyle, we we got an episode this past season of this past season of. This past season of of The Bear, it's a Christmas dinner episode. Episodes are typically a half hour long. This is an hour long, and these are the actors who show up for a single episode. Um, Bob Odenkirk, Sarah Paulson, Jesus, and John Mulaney.
1: Jeez, Sally.
3: And when I tell you John Mulaney is funny as hell, I mean it. So I need us to watch the bear. (laughs) Dylan, you'll love
0: this. James Gunn says Vigilante will appear in the DCU probably before Peacemaker Season 2.
1: Hell yes. That's a good character right there. I want more of it.
0: Uh, James Gunn says, Superman Legacy is not a workplace origin story. It takes place during Clark's earlier years at the Daily Planet. I'm okay with that. Uh, looking right here. This makes me feel really old because this is one of my favorite Disney movies. Disney's Fox and the, H- the Fox and the Hound was released 42 years ago this week.
1: What the fuck? That's a long time.
0: What a reaction. (laughs) Uh, A Black Panther action-adventure game is in development at EA's Cliffhanger Games Studio. I guess. And being added to Call of Duty, Starlight, Homelander, and Black Noir from the boys.
3: Cheers, they're doing the Fortnite thing.
1: Sounds like Fortnite Battle Pass...
3: No, but no, it, see, Kyle, we've talked about this, but we haven't talked about the, we haven't talked about the Hoompa Loompa yet.
0: Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Don't you worry. Just uh, do it. <laughs> the next one is very funny. Uh, Dave Filoni says, Anakin Skywalker is the greatest Jedi of all time, to which Culture Crave, uh did a follow-up <laughs> tweet with Obi-Wan Kenobi saying, <laughs> with the caption, visible disgust. <laughs> Dylan, your thoughts.
1: I mean, one of them—I'm not gonna say names—did slaughter children. So I don't know. I don't know if. Mister
3: Skywalker, are you here to help us?
1: Yeah, he. uh, (sighs) He helped you avoid taxes, kid.
0: Dave Filoni, fuck them kids. (laughs) I get that um moving right along here we got a nice little uh side by side from our friends at culture Qua- crave of uh culture Crave. uh i'm gonna hit the meanest Fortnite gwitty of all time uh wow. of Jakuku pochwenix joaquin phoenix and ridley scott films of 2000s gladiator and then 2023's napoleon
3: The... Napoleon is good looking. I don't know if he'll actually be good.
0: The Borderlands film appears to be in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. Shocker. Here's the bullet list. Writer Craig Mazin has removed his name from the project. Strike one. Ten writers have now worked on the script, including Sam Levinson.
3: Uh.
2: Re-
0: reshoot without director Eli Roth happened earlier this year. You
1: say ten writers?
0: Ten writers. Oh my god! <laughs> the film stars Kate Blanchett, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Hold
3: on, hold, hold on. I would I would I would just like to clarify one thing here because I think this changed. Um, are we sure Eli Roth is still directing that film?
0: Well, I'm sure he's not since he wasn't there for the
3: reshoots. Uh, okay, okay. He he is still directing that film. I just. Thought there was a change in that at some point because there's just so much. Shit. Okay, so what it was? It okay, so it was Tim Miller directing the reshoots that happened because Roth was doing something else, and that's what it was.
0: Owen Wilson says Mobius' past will be explored in Loki season two, according to ComicBook.com. Uh, James Gunn wrote a sh- uh, Guardians of the Galaxy short film on how Rocket and Groot met. Give it to me. Um moving right along. Uh Christian floors yours talk about the Huma Loompa.
3: Okay.
2: So, Wait,
1: this.
3: Everyone loves the original Char- Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, correct? Yes. So now the director of the Paddington films is making a Willy Wonka prequel film starring Timothy Chalamet, which is like a musical-ish thing that looks whimsical and fun and sure we can talk about Timothy Chalamet all we want but Hugh Grant's a fucking oompa loompa and it's the funniest fucking thing ever because it's full Hugh Grant voice CGI faced Hugh Grant in like a two and change foot tall body and it's so funny
1: I did not have that in my bingo card, so <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: About uh, we've gotten more casting for Superman Legacy, which is very exciting. Uh, pulling up the list here, so obviously we have David Corin Sweat as Clark Kent, Rachel Brosnahan as Lois Lane, Isabella Merced cast as Hawk Girl, who apparently Pat Pitts has met, which is just the most Pat Pitts thing of all time. Um, I'm yep. going to mispronounce this, so I apologize. I believe it's Eddie Gathagy. um is playing Mr. Terrific, and then the one and only Nathan Fillion with a bowl cut will be playing Guy Gardner.
1: One of the worst superhero costumes, Guy Gardner, by the way. But awesome! I love Nathan Fillion, so very happy.
0: And Dylan, we Superman's from Philly.
1: Yeah, we got a we got a Philly guy. Playing Superman. We got the, the goat Nathan Fillion playing Guy Gardner. Uh, it's, I think it's just, it's honestly Nathan Fillion has played so many like random like meme or like guest appearance characters. And it's funny that he's playing Green Lantern for like the fifth or fourth time. He's voiced him several times in uh, comics or in uh, cartoons. Um, but he also happens to get like the worst Green Lantern. So I think the ongoing. Gag is
3: still very much there. Loosely. Maybe um, his character series. Uh two uh two uh two things. One uh one the US men's national team is is on the verge of losing to Panama.
0: Ay caramba.
3: And two, look at the tweet I just sent in the private chat.
1: Let's see here. Oh, I just pressed the wrong button, I'm a boomer. Is official.
0: God damn it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, right?
1: That's funny, God I
3: get it. Shout Kyle to the
0: Ringerverse.
3: <laughs> Kyle, explain the tweet.
0: Uh, So I will put it up in post on the YouTube, which you should be watching on YouTube. But it is uh, Nick Fury since the blip. And it is a picture of one Michael Jordan in his Washington Wizards days. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Shout out to the Ringerverse. They do great work over there. Um, This is an all-time Tom Holland quote. I don't know if you guys saw this. Don't get me started on Tom Holland. Go ahead. Tom Holland didn't know he had to pay his water bill quote, I needed to do a lot of growing up at home. There should be a lesson at school that's called life, which is like laundry, basic cooking, like I didn't realize you had to pay for your water. That class up is quote, called
3: fucking home ec.
0: Follow up quote. I just thought that was a luxury of living in England. I was so behind on my water bill. I'm up to date now, though. Don't worry. He's just like me for real.
3: Give me the life class. Guys, that... that... That was called Home Eck. Yeah, a, well, that got eliminated
0: B. for a lot of people. And I don't I don't know if they had home ec over in London. I
1: went well, to high school. Well
3: in well yeah, Tom 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 Holland has also has has also been acting since he was a fucking child. So did did he even go to school? Ooh ah roasts uh but
1: uh You got Tom, him
3: Tom Holland is such a fucking manchild. Man I I can't handle him. like this I so, love it. sure, but there were so on all kind of tying into the Tom Holland note. I've started to watch the sequel trilogy for the first time. I'm almost done the last Jedi. It's honestly kind of hilarious how Tom Holland and Daisy Rid, Rid, Ridley both got these iconic quote-unquote roles and trilogies. Both showed up in Chaos Walking and both have had not great careers out, outside of the role in question. Kind of crazy. <laughs> uh,
0: this is just an unfortunate uh, report here from Deadline and it drives me crazy. Um the studios and streamers plan is to reportedly break the Writers okay, Guild no, of America. So,
3: so, yes, but it was also, I wasn't sure if you're going to continue on with that quote about uh, apartments and stuff, which the AMPTP, which is the collection of studios and streamers and stuff, said no, none of us said that. But,
0: Who do you trust? It's actual real-life yeah, secret yeah, no, invasion.
3: <laughs> But yeah, let's, let's just put it this way. The studios are going to get fucked if they, uh, with the longer this keeps going. Because basically, Netflix is quickly l- losing out on Stranger Things time because the showrunners for that shut that down. Other shows are shutting down. New shows are not being written. So we could be literally here in a year and be like, yeah, they've they've run out of shows. <laughs> they've just run out of shows.
0: We're in the endgame now. As mm, one yes. Sorcerer Supreme once said. Yes, Tony. Even though we're not in the endgame. Uh James Gunn also confirmed that Anthony Kerrigan will play Metamorpho in Superman Legacy. That's awesome. Which the side by side photo of Metamorpho and Uh, ridiculous how similar they look um anson mount says he's talked to marvel about returning as black bolt in the mcu quote i've had some informal conversations with the powers at marvel uh it's a conversation but they've got their current phase that they need to do i would love to jump back into the cowl and do it again i love black bolt as a character I think he was the only saving grace of the Inhuman show that was not very long lived, so I wouldn't mind seeing him back as a yeah. canon MCU character, which we saw him in uh Multiverse of Madness, obviously. For like
1: five minutes.
0: Um we got a still shot of uh John Cena's Ken Maiden Barbie, which I only so see a I it. only see a wig and a floating shell necklace. I don't know about you guys. <laughs>
1: Ah, oh, damn it, Kyle. uh uh-huh.
2: but...
0: <laughs> Funny guy. Uh, all right, all right. that's all who I one,
3: have. One. Who is doing Barbenheimer? I Dylan? will be. Uh, I just who, don't know. Exactly. Dom, Dom, uh, Dom, is the one who, Dom's the one who messed up with Steve. Uh, with Steve. So, uh. Dylan, do you uh, do you know the do you know the Steve Bar- Barbenheimer story? No, Kyle.
0: So Stephen McAvoy, the co-host of the Get in the Hole podcast, the official golf podcast on this podcast network, uh, scheduled a uh, club going up on a Tuesday uh, because it's five dollar <laughs> movies at their local movie theater. Dylan and he and his lovely girlfriend are going to see. Barbie and Oppenheimer on the same day for their double feature to shea Um they scheduled to see Barbie at around uh I believe five o'clock, five thirty ish, give or take. Um <laughs> and then they are going to do a, a quick little uh fast food uh dinner dinner. And then didn't realize when he was booking the movie that Oppenheimer was a three-hour film. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say. So when's he have that movie, book for? so their
0: Oppenheimer uh movie time is nine o'clock p.m. <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. Dude, who would submit themselves to that
1: torture?
0: He's Dude. gonna have bombs going off in his head at one in the morning. <laughs> Dude, he's not gonna go to
1: work. He's gonna be scared.
3: Homie is gonna be contemplating the meaning of life, driving back from the theater, and then gonna have to go to sleep (laughs) right away.
1: Also, I think I'd rather see Barbie after, as like something to mindlessly, like yeah, yeah, you know, like just kind of numb your brain.
3: (laughs) Yeah, like happy. Happy ending to the night, please, instead of bombs.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like when you eat something you don't want to, you know, at a family gathering, and you reward yourself by, you know, grabbing a Kenwood or getting ice cream, like a treat, you know? Like, Oh, these aren't bombs.
0: pies. They're bombs. <laughs> they're bombs. <laughs> Made yeah. in a bomb factory. <laughs>
1: You don't you don't eat the ice cream and then eat and then eat meatloaf right after you know you do it you do it re- reverse. You know?
0: God, I love Steve. Uh, that's all I have for everybody. Make sure you're following us on the socials. That includes Twitter, Instagram, and Threads at Streamer and TikTok at Streamer Pod. Follow Dylan at Dylan Mazzola. Follow Christian at Wiz underscore P-H-I. Follow me at kbizzl three one one. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. And Dylan, say the line for the lovely listeners at home.
1: The line is where your lovely listeners, where you are watching our beautiful mugs or listening to our beautiful voices, you are to leave in the comment or the review sections what Kyle, Christian, and I are to watch next. It can be at any service. It can be a show or a movie.
0: Let us know. And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. That's where you get full video episodes of this show and every show on our network, clips, live streams, original content, interviews, all that good stuff. Uh, We are at 516 subscribers right now. Need to get to 1,000 before September 4th of this year. Otherwise, DJ's moving to Alaska. And also, if you have AMC Plus or Shudder Friday, Mm -hmm watch quicksand Pat Pitts's brother wrote the movie uh go support the boy uh we're working to get the one and only Matt Pitts on this show uh so go watch that run it up run the numbies up for for the boy and uh this has been another edition of streamer season the exclusive streaming platform TV and Movie Podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network for Christian, for Dylan, I'm KB. We are going to uh, figure out who a scroll is at the Emmys. But until then, we'll catch you next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs>